Before I get started on this case, I just want to give a little disclaimer that I mean no disrespect to anyone talked about in this case. This is just information I've found and compiled into one big thing. Jumping in to this case, uh, it takes place in Wales, in the UK, <clears throat> and it takes place in October of 2010. Rebecca Aylward was born in February of 1995, and in 2010, on a wet autumn day, Rebecca Aylward went to meet her ex-boyfriend, Joshua Davies. Rebecca and Davies had known each other for a few years and only dated for three months before the incident occurred. She was overjoyed. She loved Davies more than anything, and... It seemed like they were a great couple. Uh, before everything fell apart, Davies had actually stayed with Rebecca and her family for a weekend. And when the weekend was over and he was going back to his house, he had told Rebecca's mother, Sonia, that it was one of the best weekends of his life. But shortly after that, Davies broke up with Rebecca with no rhyme or reason to why he did it. And after the breakup, Davies began to talk about how he disliked Rebecca, how he, even her existence, angered him. And he would talk to his friends about killing her and finding a way of murdering her and getting away with it. He also spoke of making poisons out of deadly nightshade and things like that. Just different ways that he could rid himself of Rebecca. One morning, Saturday morning, like every other Saturday, him and his friends would go out to the local cafe where they would get breakfast. And Davies asked one of his friends what they would give him if he carried out with the killing. They didn't think that he was being all serious and they were joking about it and they promised him a big breakfast from the cafe. couple couple days go by and you know Davies keeps up with his antics and actions of talking about how he dislikes Rebecca and bullying her and things like that well Rebecca gets put into the hospital she was really sick doctors couldn't figure out what it was her friends kept you know going up there and seeing her kept checking on her and finally once she was better she was released from the hospital and started back to school. She got a new boyfriend. It was like a new person. She was happy again. You know, she was doing great. Joshua didn't like that too much. So things changed, like did a complete 180. He started being friends with her again. He started talking to her again, not bullying her, things like that. It was just really out of the ordinary for Joshua at this point and one day he had messaged Rebecca and asked her to come meet with him that they were going to talk about getting back together and Rebecca's mother Sonia said that she was overjoyed that she was dancing and singing and so excited about going going to meet Joshua and getting back together with him Sonia Oatley 
last saw her daughter getting into her aunt's car to go meet Davies, unaware it would be the last time she would see her. Before Joshua went to meet with Rebecca, though, he was at the cafe with his friends like normal. And right before he went to meet her, he looked at his friend and smirked and said, it's time. Rebecca went to meet him at the train station. She waited for about 10 minutes and Davies didn't show. He told her, he had texted her and told her to go meet him at the park. So she walked to the park. Same thing happened. She waited 10 minutes. Davies didn't show up. He texted her again and said, oh, you know, I got caught up with some things. Meet me in the village. So at this point, Rebecca had called her mom and told her what was going on. And her mom voiced her concern that she didn't want her wandering around all these places by herself just to come home. But Rebecca said, no, I'm going to go to the village. I'm going to go meet Davies. He said he's going to be there. I'll stay on the phone with you. So her mother stayed on the phone with her as she walked to the village the whole way there. And she's waiting and waiting and she doesn't see Joshua. Her mother told her, you know, just just come home. We'll talk about it later. You know, maybe he got caught up with something. And then a boy started coming down the hill towards Rebecca. She was like, oh, I think it's Joshua. I think it's Joshua. And her mom just kept asking her, are you sure? Are you sure it's him? And right when he got up to her, she was like, yeah, it's him. You know, I'll talk to you later. And her mother said it was really weird because usually Joshua, when Rebecca was on the phone with her, would lean down and talk into the phone and be like, hey, mom, or how are you doing? Things like that. But he didn't. He remained silent and waited for her to get off the phone. So she told her mother she'd be home, told her she loved her, and hung up the phone. The alarms raised when Rebecca failed to return home and a hunt for her was launched. And Davy's actions were extraordinary after Rebecca went missing. He had updated his Facebook page to say he was chilling with friends. And as the search for her continued, he even sent a text to her phone that said, We're all worried. People searched on into the night. And the next day, Rebecca's body was found in the woods. Her mother had told officers that she was going to meet Davies, and that day he and one of his friends were arrested. Davies said he didn't have anything to do with killing her, and he blamed his friend, with no explanation for why he didn't intervene or step step up to stop the attack. Unknowingly, Davies had lured Rebecca into the woods near their house in South Wales and battered her to death with a rock. This rock was so large that one of the officers in the courtroom had trouble picking it up with one hand. And after the attack, when a friend phoned him in the woods to ask him if he was with Rebecca, he replied, define what you mean by with. And the day after the murder, he just acted like nothing had happened, like he wasn't even there. But 
right after the murder happened, he had went and summoned a friend to see her body. And the friend said that Davy seemed shaky, but not upset or at all concerned with what he had done. When they started questioning Davies, he said he hadn't seen Rebecca that whole day. Said he had been with his grands all day <clears throat> and that he got called up and wasn't able to meet her. That it must have been somebody else that did it. But one of his friends came forward and said that Davies had told him that the worst part of the murder was feeling and hearing her skull give away. When they asked Davies to reenact how his friend, which he said killed Rebecca, Davies reenacted the swinging motion as if it wasn't a reenactment, that it was, he had it memorized by motion, that he had to be the one. When they searched Davies' house, they had found different poisons and things like that mixed up with Coke. Like, it was deadly nightshade and Coca-Cola mixed together and stuff like that. And they assumed it was other attempts that Davies was going to use with Rebecca. The trial took place in 2011. And on July 27th, he was found guilty and was given an indefinite sentence. And will not be considered for parole until after of 14 years. The jury that found him guilty after four days was a majority verdict of 10 to 2. So Davies will not be up for parole until a minimum of 14 years. But recently in 2018 he has been asking to appeal part of his sentence because he is, in his words, the perfect prisoner, and he's hoping to get out on good behavior. But with how I see it, I feel like he shouldn't be released. I mean, he was 16 at the time, so he'd be in his 20s about now, but if he is, quote-unquote, the perfect prisoner, he could just be doing that just to get out earlier and maybe, I don't know. I feel like someone in his position, how he had no remorse, no emotion, no nothing for what he did to his 15-year-old ex-girlfriend, I feel like he would probably offend again. He'd be a re-offender. I, though, personally don't know the judicial system or the court system very well, but life in prison with a minimum of 14 years, yeah, he was 16, but that's still almost the age of what you can be tried as an adult. But, I mean, you he still took a life. And I don't see how, you know, no matter how good you connect, no matter how well behaved you are as a prisoner, no matter how much you can sugarcoat it, you still took a life. And I feel that he probably won't 
be able to get parole. But then again, I don't, I'm not sure. But that is the end of this case. There wasn't really a lot on it. There wasn't much media coverage for this that I could find. I do have some longer cases that I have been studying up on and researching on and more of these podcasts will be a lot longer but this being the first episode it is a little shaky it is a little rough but hopefully with time I'll get better I'll be able to you know have things down I just really want to bring an awareness to missing people's cases or unsolved cases and abduction cases and things like that as more of a awareness thing and trying to help with stuff and if y'all are into true crime and things like that then feel free to stop by again for a listen but I hope you guys enjoyed this and I'll see you next time welcome everyone who is listening This is my first ever podcast series that I'm going to be starting, and it's going to be a series about different true crime cases, along with missing people cases, abductions, and a couple Jane Doe and cold case files. I'm making these in a way to sort of bring awareness and maybe at least help a little bit with some of these cases. I'm going to add my little normal disclaimer that I mean no disrespect to anybody mentioned or anything talked about in these cases. It's just information that I found on the internet and compiled into one big podcast. If you're into true crime or things like that, then you should totally give this a listen. It's not going to be that perfect at first because this is my first attempt at doing podcasts and things like that and if you do have suggestions for different cases and things like that by all means feel free to leave me a message or send me a request things like that I always enjoy learning and looking up different cases and things to bring awareness to so if this is something that you would be interested in then it'd be awesome if you stop by have a listen leave a request Feedback, anything like that is always welcome.